the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 28th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. When we witness the two women at the tomb in that early dawn, we can imagine their sorrow. They went to visit the tomb of their friend and teacher, Jesus, the one they believed to be the Messiah, but for all appearances, Jesus had been crucified and buried, and all logic and understanding said that was the end. And then Matthew tells us that suddenly the earth shook, and an angel appeared, and the women learned that Jesus lives. Today we celebrate with those first witnesses to the resurrection. That Jesus is risen from the dead. That he has broken the tomb wide open. And that he has come back to life and is with us. And then, like the two women named Mary and the other disciples who met Jesus in Galilee, we have to ask, how will we respond to the risen Christ? If we are like the disciples in Matthew's gospel, we will respond with some mixture of fear, joy, and obedience. It's a good reminder that there's more than one way to respond faithfully to God. Throughout scripture, we hear God and messengers from God tell us, do not be afraid, fear not. The messengers are fulfilling ancient prophecy. They are delivering good news of great joy. 
They are there to reassure the people of God, of God's comforting presence in the midst of uncertainty and confusion. Fear is a natural human response to what we don't know and we don't understand. I learned during my Spanish lesson this week that when we say we like something in English, English speakers, we only have one word for that. But in Spanish, there are two different words that mean to like. If you want to say that you like tamales, particularly Alejandrina's tamales, you would say, me gustan tamales. But if you want to say that you like your pastors, you would say, me caen bien los pastors. In the same way, in English, when we say we fear something, we often mean that we have a phobia or a fear of something, like a fear of snakes or thunderstorms or the unknown. But we use the same word in English, and Greek didn't help me out this time. It's the same word in Greek, too when our fear is not a state of being filled with terror as much as it is being filled with awe. The meaning changes, but you have to understand the context. We hear this meaning of fear in Psalm 139 when the psalmist declares, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And again, in Martin Luther's small catechism, where he began each explanation of the commandments with the words, we are to love and fear God. Luther wasn't trying to strike terror in our hearts, but he did want us to respond to the extraordinary love of God. So when the angel tells the women, do not be afraid, he is comforting them in their genuine fear of what they cannot understand. An earthquake, the angel's appearance, Jesus' absence from the tomb. But when they leave the tomb with fear and great joy, their fear has been transformed and they are in awe of what God has done. Lutheran pastor Mark Allen Powell writes that joy transforms fear into worship. Joy is more than fleeting happiness. It is the joy that the prophet Nehemiah promises Israel, saying the joy of the Lord will be your strength. And that the psalmist say is found in God's presence. It is the joy that the Magi experience in the presence of the infant Jesus at the Nativity. It is the fruit of the Holy Spirit and a mark of the love of those who love the Lord Jesus. This joy from God is enduring. This Easter morning, our response to the risen Christ is joy filled worship. We adorn the cross with butterflies.
to celebrate the promise of new life, of the transformative power of God. Our melodies ring throughout the church with shouts of Alleluia. We rejoice because Jesus is risen from the dead. He has broken the tomb wide open, and he has come back to life and is with us. After the foot washing and the Last Supper, the crucifixion, and the despair of Holy Saturday. Easter means that hope prevails over despair. And yet, while our joy endures, we cannot stand still. The two women named Mary obediently follow the commands they're given, first by the angel of the Lord and then by Jesus. As witnesses to the resurrection and disciples of Jesus, we too are called not only to come and see, but to go and tell what God has done. Every day we are called to share God's love in our words and our actions, and certainly our care for our neighbors and for each other is one way of telling what God has done. But if you want to try something new, the Easter season is 50 days long. So each day, you could write down one way that you saw God in the world and in your life. And you could share that with a friend. You could tell the some, someone how your faith was formed and share that story. You could find out the story of your favorite hymn and tell someone else what you learned. You could, and I know what I'm asking, but you could invite someone to come and worship here with you at Grace. Church, Jesus is risen from the dead. He has broken the tomb wide open, and he has come back to life and is with us. God has done this because God loves the whole world. So do not be afraid. Come and see and go and tell. Let us pray. God of the empty tomb, risen Lord, on Easter Sunday, you give us new life and a renewed hunger for faith. We know that Easter does not mean that the work of seeking stops. Instead, you are now on the loose, out in the world, anywhere and everywhere. So our seeking only continues as we look for your fingerprints all around us. Give us clarity for the things we seek and the courage to continue the work with awe and joy and obedience. Amen.